This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The Mystery Puncher's heist has rapidly turned into a disaster. Adrian murdered a curator and failed to stop the rest of the staff from escaping. Red was about to apologize for their terrible plan when armed Egyptian cultists attacked. And Richter is at the mercy of a demon, and he can't wake up because he's been drugged. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. So, Adrian, uh, you had mentioned as you were escaping, uh, kind of shielding uh, Red with your body and carrying Grandpa Richard, uh, that you wanted to fire uh, the narwhal at them. Um, so we kind of described uh, the action of you sneaking Red over to hide behind this armadillo. As you'll recall, we are in the, uh, the Met. Uh, you're fighting a couple of gangsters dressed like mummies. Old Man Richter is full of laudanum and is having a, a rough trip. Um, with his, uh, his memories of Sally, um, which sounds like a shitty spice blend, uh, <laughs> you could get it like, 
the grocery store, like memories of Sally. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to say kind of as you, you rush over, uh, you do that cool thing that I mostly only do in VR games uh, badly, uh, where you just kind of like link the, the, like swing the narwhal around behind you and kind of fire behind you as you run. Uh, so go ahead and roll, please, um, with a firearm shotgun. And we'll say you're doing this as you get you take that that hit and kind of slide into cover. Fail. No. All right. So um, that honestly makes a lot of sense, given that you're shooting while running, while carrying a person, while shielding a person. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, you um, blow the uh, uh, the wing off a, a pterodactyl um, that's uh, kind of um, hanging in a delightful swooping fashion. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, um, fragments of bone come ra- raining down, um, it, but you, uh, it does buy you a second uh, or two of, of calm as the, uh, the, the mobsters fall back. Um, uh, you can suddenly, um, you, you hear one of them kind of say like, oh shit, the alarm's gone. Um, and, uh, kind of peeking out from cover, um, Red and Adrian, you can see that, um, the, uh, one of them is kind of standing more squarely in the entrance, uh, with the Tommy gun. Uh, and the, uh, the other one's like, I'll, I'll go warn the boss, uh, and takes off um, further into the museum. What do you do? Uh, I would like to remove any and all obstacles from this room with my gun. <laughs> it's the, uh, the worst curation I've ever seen. You're like, I will remove every obstacle. And you just start, like, shooting plaques. <laughs> like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, Velvet rope. Um, okay, so um, go ahead and roll. Uh, uh, actually, sorry, Claire. What is your what is your dex, please? My dex is ninety. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you'll definitely go before them. Um, so that's fine. So go ahead and roll uh, for firearms as mm-hmm. um, you kind of peek around the corner. Uh, again, just ignoring the absolute unfathomable agony in your chest. From your very recent heart surgery. Yeah, that is a very extreme success. Um, well, I mean, you know, once you've killed one mummy, you've, you've killed them all, I guess. Um, so you um, open up uh, with your pistol um, and, uh, you know, pistols aren't great at, at this distance. But uh, if you pull the trigger fast enough and keep your shots kind of relatively in the same spot, um, you can do what Red does, which is uh, blow a series of holes in the uh, the chest of the uh, the mobster, um, who kind of goes down um, spraying with a Tommy gun, um, shooting kind of uh, a line of bullets through the ceiling. Um, sort of plaster comes raining down, uh, but uh, so the uh, the figure goes down. Um, we'll say during this time, Adrian, you were able to reload, um, just because it makes sense that as soon as you put uh, Grandpa down, um, you would do that. Um as a uh, as you, I assume, uh, read with that in mind, you're probably gonna like get up and 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 book it uh, after these guys. Is that the plan? Yeah, um, they're running farther into the museum. Are they running the direction that I probably would have run anyway? They're headed. Then, they're they're clearly headed towards the Tutankhamun. Then uh, correct. Great. Um, so um, as uh, Adrian, what do you think you, you'd? carrying you'd pick richard back yeah up, i'd right? pick up grandpa richter again and then come okay after. so as soon as you yeah you, I, um, I, sorry i would have I, been like let's go addy and then run uh as, right, so what, what's our plan uh if, <laughs> if it moves shoot it 
you don't look very good. Like, you kind of look worse than Grandpa, and I thought Grandpa was going to sleep forever. Should we be running towards a bunch of people with guns? That's a solid question, Addy. Unfortunately, time is of the essence, and I want to get this job done. So but you always say dying to do a job is for stupids. That is a solid point. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, so Red will slow and just be like, you know what, Eddie, I, 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 I think. Thank you for throwing my words back at me. Uh, okay. Let's let's go a little slower, shall we? But we still need to go in. Okay. Um, so. Are you going to collect the Tommy gun? Is that a, a red thing or a, an Adrian thing, do you think? Ooh, considering he's holding Richter and also the narwhal, I think Red will pick up the Tommy gun. Okay, great. So, Adrian, I assume you're taking point um, just because if Red gets shot, she's toast. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, great. Um, so you begin to to kind of move forward cautiously. I think, like... Very much. Like Grandpa a, Richard is dangling further, so he's safe. He's kind of got him by like the ankles, so there's just like a full old man slapping him in the ass as he walks. Uh, and I, I assume it's rushing to my head. It's very much like shotgun out in front, old man over the arm. Yeah, it's very like um, Schwarzenegger. I don't know, carrying his groceries with a gun. I assume. I don't know. I don't know how he lives. Yeah. His little donkeys move. Do it for him. I don't know. Um, all right. So um, you, he and I both have donkeys. That's true. Uh, so you you press forward, um, and uh, by now you can hear sirens um, outside, um, and uh, you, you approach the uh, the Tutankhamun exhibit. Um, you can hear the, um, the 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 now louder footfalls of um, the uh, the mummy who is running away, um, and uh, you just uh, hear him yelling like, "Boss, we got company. If if, if you want that that thing, we gotta grab it and go." Can I? Um, oh. oh, sorry. Uh, go no, ahead, please, go please go. Okay. Um, you hear um, uh, some assorted shouts. Uh, you hear a, a number of bottles crack. Um, and uh, you hear um, a voice just say, don't worry about the bottles anymore, kids. Whiskey's the small time stuff. We're grabbing this here tablet and we're going. Great. Great. Then they can have the tablet. <laughs> and And I'll wait for them to clear out. Uh, okay, so do you convey that to Adrian, or do you just step into the shadows? Uh, um, Adrian is just advancing. He's already ten feet ahead of you with the oh, shotgun. Uh, then she's going to say, Addy, get back! And then just kind of hold up her mouth, her finger to her mouth. He's going to take, like, four, like, big Looney Tunes-style walks backward, making no sound, but keeping his shotgun aimed. Um, okay, um, you hear footsteps kind of rushing back towards you. Um, it would seem that if uh, all of the, the crew doesn't have to move the uh, the imported ale anymore, they or ale, what am I talking about, liquor, um, they uh, they actually do have time to deal with, with you now. So you can hear them heading towards you, but you do have um, a couple moments before they're upon you. What do you do? I assume that being in the cover like of wherever I am is not going to do it. You can you can definitely like I think it'll likely be a a, a stealth check, but you can definitely roll to hide. Yes, like, it's just I think... literally like. It, I mean, the beautiful thing about trying to hide in like a darkened museum is there's just a fuck ton of places to just like disappear. And again, we've established they can't see very well because they're wearing stupid fake mummy masks. And yes, I would like us both, uh, well, all to hide. 
Okay. Uh, in the shadows. All right. Yeah, so I go think Addy will hide. I'm not even going to roll a check. He's so fucking bad at it, but I imagine this is probably a thing that they've run before, which is red with gun over one side, Addy, obvious distraction on the other. Right. Uh, so he'll probably, is there somewhere he could hide Grandpa Richard or put Grandpa Richard in something that looks like bullets won't hit him? Um, outside the exhibit, there are a couple of sarcophagi uh, that are there for display, kind of leaned up against fake pillars. Uh, should I put Grandpa in one of those big people boxes? Yes, you should, Addy. Just be very quiet. I'm not supposed to be... Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's going to try to sneak over and put Grandpa Richard in a sarcophagus. All right, go ahead and roll me a stealth check just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and the can the wards that I uh, uh, crafted for us assist in any way? No, because it isn't a magical thing. It's It's just people with guns but i succeeded the odds were very low but i succeeded in that case uh tyler those wards really <laughs> just got them up and over i feel validated yep. um, <laughs> as your face slaps against my tuxedoed ass on the way to a sarcophagus <laughs> so finest ass money can buy <laughs> you uh you stuff um old man richter in, into the sarcophagus um and uh, just as you're closing uh, the, uh, the the kind of like cover, um, his eyes um, blink open um, and are jet black. Uh, and then you you close the door as you hear um, the the footfalls of uh, of mummy gangsters coming rushing down um, towards you. Uh, so with that, you kind of roll around the side, and uh, these these two thugs kind of step out um, into the room and they begin a full-on fucking Metal Gear slash uh, Last of Us like, we're goons who are patrolling an area looking for people thing where they take like three steps and then look back suddenly just in case you're trying to be stealthy. Um, so I'm going to roll um, spot hittens uh, for both of them. Mm-hmm. And we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so one of them was absolutely terrible. Uh, the other one was very good. Uh, it was an eight. So um, we'll say, uh, just based on how we've been describing this, um, Red, you're pretty well hidden. Um, and from your vantage point, you can see there's one clearly like walking up um, to uh, Dear Sweet Addy, who has pressed his, himself against a wall and is... Do you think you'd tr- be trying to like pretend to be a hieroglyph? Would you be doing like the... <laughs> The shitty, like, walk like an Egyptian thing. What do you think your 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 cronk from fucking Emperor's New Groove hide would be? Uh, he doesn't know anything about Egypt, but he knows it's a museum, and he knows smart people go to museums. So he would be miming reading a book, just looking at his open. Bless palm. your heart. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's got the narwhal like tucked under an arm, and he's just like. Mm. Just turning an invisible page and looking at it and just hoping no one sees it. <laughs> um, Red, uh, you can tell that uh, the uh, the the mummy who did manage to to pass the check is going to see him in a moment. Uh, what do you do to draw his attention away? I will throw something down the corridor away from us. Um, what do you throw? I throw one of my. Mm. I, 
Uh, well, right now I have two pistols and a Tommy gun. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw one of my pistols. <gasps> um, all right. Uh, can you roll me a throw check, please? Because that's a skill that exists in this game that I don't think we've ever used. That is absolutely a fail. Hmm. Um, okay, so you, uh, yeah, you're, you're like one of those people who sucks at, admittedly, I would also be this person who's like, yay, I'm a celebrity doing the first pitch in a baseball game. Just throw it directly <laughs> into the dirt in front of you. Um, so you you take out your gun um, and uh, with kind of, a I think, an Indiana Jones level of like, I like this gun. Uh, you, you toss it. Um, unfortunately, it's not that the gun just falls directly at your feet. Uh, it's actually a pretty good throw. Uh, unfortunately, it's through a glass uh, container. So there's a shattering of glass um, around a, um, let's say, uh, I don't know, maybe um, um, sort of like um, sort of the, the metallic neck jewelry that's on like a little stand. Uh, so it breaks through there um, in a huge like sh- shower of glass. Uh, the pistol goes off, um, the bullet um, sort of like hits a wall, um, and uh, in shock, both of the uh, the thugs turn and uh, open fire on uh, the cabinet um, with their Tommy guns. Um, luckily, Red, despite failing, like, this actually went pretty fucking well. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't see Adrian reading his book. No one hit old man Richter in his sarcophagus. All pretty good stuff. Um, until... You hear that classic Canadian noise that I'm going to just imbue with these gangsters. Um, the sound of, of uh, someone fumbling something. Uh, a classic oop. Um, and then you hear the sound of, of stone shattering. And if you can imagine what that sound is, it's, um, it's awful. It's, it's thick and heavy and it echoes and rings off the, uh, the walls. Uh, and you just hear someone say like, Oh, well, God damn it. I guess we need the alcohol. Not. Uh, and then you hear a scream uh, of a pitch, uh, the likes of which uh, you have rarely heard, um, that seems to almost get uh, choked out um, as, as it occurs. Um, do you peek around the corner? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so you see um, a woman who... Um, is uh, dressed in, again, kind of the mummy gear, but has clearly unwrapped it a bit um, and is clearly the ringleader of, of this uh, particular crew. Uh, in front of her is a massive stone tablet um, that is shattered and in pieces, um, sort of scattered throughout. Um, and, Red, you fucking hate magic. Um, and, uh, you know, you like things you can shoot. Mm-hmm. So this is really a 50-50 for you because uh, the woman who ideally you would just shoot um, is currently being lifted off the ground uh, as her skin withers um, as a uh, an ancient figure lurches forth um, from a, a sarcophagus uh, behind her, reveling uh, in the, uh, the the muscle beginning to, to grow um, around uh, his hands and arms. Um, and it would seem that through... The careless throwing of a pistol, you accidentally awoke the curse of Tutankhamen. Ding tut. That great Steve Martin song. <laughs> it is very it's good. Funky King Tut song. Um, Adrian, uh, <laughs> these two mummies are shooting uh, a glass cabinet, but you're, you've successfully read a book and they, they didn't notice you. What do you do? Uh, I think 
Adrian knows where he's at his best and where he's at his best is up close and he needs to keep red alive, which means he needs these guys to go to sleep. So he is going to basically draw his spooky knife uh, and then he just wants to charge and try to just stab the shit out of the guy that's closest to him. If there's a smart one, he knows. Stab the smart one first. Fair enough. Uh, well, probably then the one that was closest to you because he almost caught you and you're very Yeah, that's smart. the one. That's my guy. Yeah, great. Um, so go ahead and roll a... Because that's a fighting brawl, I believe, unless there's a, a knife skill that I just don't know. No, have. we used a fighting brawl. <laughs> yeah. Can you roll for shank, please? <laughs> roll to give this particular snitch some stitch. Okay, <laughs> that is that is a hard success. Nice. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, he's, uh, he's not ready for you. Also, um, you know, upon... Closer inspection, um, they're wearing kind of like, for lack of a better term, ninja gear under their, their stuff. It was clearly meant to be like, move quietly, which also means it is not padded at all. So just knife goes in, guts come out. Um, you uh, you run up and just like fucking impale uh, the guy through the back. Uh, what do you say as you do it? I don't think he says anything because he's got to protect Red so he can't like give himself away. Then the goal is basically stab the guy and when he's dead just pick him up and hit the other guy with him just like bull rush like a you know linebacker okay. style yeah amazing so i'm gonna need from you then sir a erg what's it gonna be probably another fighting brawl i'm sorry i hate making people roll the same check twice but i think in this case it makes the most sense it, it is a brawl yeah that is uh, that is a success, but I'm going to spend eight luck and make it another hard success. Nice. Okay, great. Um, so, um, Ryan, can you also please roll me um, an occult check or a mythos check? Dealer's oh, choice. Lordy. Probably a mythos if you've got it. I mean, theoretically, I have anything. <laughs> But oh, actual... also, uh, Claire, can you, uh, I'm sorry, I meant to mention this before. Can you roll a sanity check, please, uh, for uh, looking upon uh, the, the mummy? Right. And I think it, above? Uh, you need to roll under sanity. Under. Oh, yeah. Uh, so my, oh, no. My sanity is 47 and I rolled a 48. All right. Good luck. Or no. Yeah, you could. Can I? Yes. I think you can spend luck. Uh, you're still going to lose sanity because that's just the way the mythos that's fair. cookie crumbles. Um, you're going to lose three points of sanity. Okay. Uh, but it was on a much lower dice than, it, basically, like, it, it was the difference between, like, a D6 and a D4. So, good. Okay. Good work. Oh, you can you can spend luck to have sanity loss. Costs you double the luck. Damn. If we're looking at what it says on the luck scale, I just knew there was a sanity thing. Uh, okay, uh, so well then, Claire, I'll uh, I'll let you take back the luck you spent to pass. Okay. And uh, no, you still need to have spent that. Otherwise, okay. it'd be a d6. Uh, but you can spend. Um, you can spend, I guess, to have three, you'd have to spend six. Do double six. You have to spend twelve. Uh, no, because she only took three. It's okay. Oh, yeah, then that'd be six. I, yeah, you're right. I feel like losing Santa makes sense right now. <laughs> yeah, I think particularly for Red, there, there's something yeah. like extra bullshitty about like, okay, for a second I thought it was magic, and then it just turned out to be people, and that was great. 
but it's still fucking magic. It's just a yeah, different magic. Yeah, I just wanted this to be a nice little museum heist. And yep. God damn it. Uh, I mean, at least you guys didn't unleash the mummy. Um, but that's fine. Um, all right. Okay, so Ryan. I don't have mythos. I definitely failed my occult role. <laughs> okay. There's a um, cult and there's mythos. I don't know. If mythos it's... isn't even on my sheet as a skill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Cthulhu mythos. Oh, Cthulhu Under mythos. C. You may not have any. That's an even got... worse score. That's a straight up zero. I can't. Oh, <laughs> this is uh, where you really need an, uh, an old man Richter. Um, okay, so uh, that's fine. Um, what I would say, Addy, is um, similar to kind of the, the feeling you, you've gotten around like Wackadoo Willie and uh, around uh, your your mansion. Um, you you have an instinct for when when spoopy shit is afoot. Um, and you get that spidey sense tingling. Unfortunately, because you failed everything forever, um, <laughs> I can't tell you what it means. But uh, you get the sense that occult things are afoot. Um, uh, it almost seems to be in, in the air around you. Um, almost uh, like uh, when a storm's coming in and you can feel kind of the, the electricity in the air. Um, but that doesn't matter to you, because what matters to you is fucking bull rushing this guy. Um, you got an extreme success, so you just like fucking, you're, you're carrying, you're pushing the other guy. You just drive him um, directly back in, into the dinosaur room, far away from Red. Um, and um, I need you to please roll me a dodge. Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom. He does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh third person also does really good work i don't know what show this is on but the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice that's right that address that i totally just said go there join dumb dumbs and dice support the show it's gonna be great that is a success great um Faster than you could think possible, um, a massive trap comes clanging down uh, in front of you. You're able to pull back. Um, it rips the uh, the guy you were pushing in half. Um, and as you kind of step back from it, you realize it's, it's not a trap, uh, although it has teeth. Um, it's a massive white skull with very sharp teeth that tosses uh, the half gangster up into the air... Uh, before double chomping it as a banner falls behind it saying when dinosaurs ruled the earth and you realize you're in for a fucking night at the museum. What do you do? Uh, he would like to turn around and run away. <laughs> right. Uh, go ahead and roll sanity, please. Ah, playing to his strengths, I see. <laughs> that is a definitive failure. That's like I cool. rolled more than double my sanity. Uh, that is three points. Oh. Uh, old man Richter. Um, yeah. So you are uh, still kind of in, in your, your drugged out dreamscape. Um, uh, the, the sort of demonic image uh, of Sally seems to be kind of uh, lurching over you. What do you think old man Richter, is he... Would he assume this is some kind of demonic presence? Would he assume that this is um, a figment of his imagination, a representation of his guilt? What do you think his knee-jerk reaction to this would be? I think he would ask. He's got the opportunity. Ah, 
Fun. Yeah. Um, I think okay. In this creature's clutches, he would just say, uh, "Who are you?" Um, and um, Sally um, uh, fully like it's one of those head tilts at ninety degrees where um, it's purely on the axis of her neck, hmm. um, and uh, she says. Uh, well, old man Richter, that is a bit of a complicated question, I am afraid. But you would know me by my name, Sally. Remember me, Mr. Richter? Not like this, I don't. But uh, what is this? This is the price of failure. Um, and then she reaches back with one of her clawed arms, uh, and goes to impale you. Uh, roll a dodge check, please. That's not gonna be very good. <laughs> not very good at all. Bum, 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 bum. I rolled a 67. <laughs> My dodge threshold for a normal success is 15. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Richter, um, you are going to take... Seven points of damage. Okay. Um, as she um, fully kind of claw lifts you um, into the air uh, and then rapidly pulls back. Uh, it's a full on like devil may cry situation where as you kind of fall back to earth, um, you find that there are no wounds, um, but okay. uh, you, you've taken the damage. Um, so it seems that your, your strategy so far is less to... Um, try and evade uh, whatever this is and more to to actually interrogate it um this is now still my been, mind yeah now you've dream. been dropped um what do you do um i think maybe i'd like to f- push the limits of this dream that i'm having and perhaps will myself to be stronger here mm, okay um i like that uh can you roll me a mythos check please is that a cult or a cthulhu mythos Ooh, uh, I would take either. It's up to you. I'm guff, baby. It's going to be a cult, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm building up that mythos stat, but it is not great so far. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, at a 65, that's a normal success, like well within my threshold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I think... The interesting thing to me, Tyler, about how you've kind of um, described uh, Richter and how he approaches this sort of stuff is, and we've talked about this a bunch in previous episodes, but um, that idea of curiosity um, that when confronted with, with like horrors and otherworldly things, your instinct isn't, I have to fight this. It's, what is this? I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in a weird way... Um, Becoming stronger in in your dreamscape is is actually, in a weird way, just kind of like not really trucking the bullshit of like, ooh, spooky thing in my dream. Like, no, let's, like, how does that make you feel, spooky thing in my dream? (laughs) Um, So uh, rather than like bulking up or like having some major fiscal difference, I think it... No, 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 yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's the the, the perfect analogy is... um, the wizard's duel between Merlin and Mad Madam Mim is like, no one's just like hurling lightning bolts or anything. It's just like changing your shape and your form and getting larger and smaller mm-hmm. as necessary. It's not about 
yeah, he's not going Super Saiyan in his dream or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... No, I like that a lot. Um, okay, so as as you you kind of begin to um, uh, to form uh, a stronger base with, with your success, um, I'm going to give you an option. Um, having kind of seized control of, of your dream from from your subconscious, um, you can either attempt to wake up or uh, attempt to get to the bottom of what this this thing is. I think, I think Richter would want to dig deeper i think he's he's in this like i, I if he if uh, if laudanum wasn't already so addictive <laughs> the, yeah, like yeah. producing this result uh for richter he's gonna want to do this again anyway like so he's <laughs> so he's yeah he's he's in it all okay. the way as far as far as deep it. as he can go right now yeah yeah thank you okay. i was thinking the same thing <laughs> i got you we all were <laughs> um okay hmm Um, what would you want to try and figure out about this creature? I'm just looking at the list of skills here, and there's everything from psychoanalysis to psychology <laughs> to, um, uh, obviously intimidate, persuade, all that sort of stuff. What, um, what are you trying to, what, what's the, the thing you'd be most focused on, do you think? So she has sort of like stuck stuck like a hand into me sort of mm -hmm. stabbed me in that way and, yep. and let me drop to the ground and so she is still large and has many arms is that right yeah um she seems the um the interesting thing about this this um creature that you're seeing is that it doesn't seem to be trying to intimidate you with its physicality at all mm. um after it dropped you the other arms almost seemed uh, almost like someone politely putting their hands behind their back uh seemed to have kind of folded away um, and, uh, and somewhat disappeared. So now it is still looming up and over you, um, in kind of that angular stooped shoulder, um, headpiece. But it, the more you seize control of the dream, the less this shape makes sense. It starts to, to lose a bit of its corporeal, uh, not corporealness, but it's, um, uh, it becomes a little more vague, if that makes any sense. Um, just as, you be because it was very much in control, and now mm. you are more in control. So it is less able to present itself as that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, in that case, I want to chase that that feeling of being in control of the space and taking control from this mm -hmm. presence, with the intention of not like extinguishing it, but cornering it. Hmm. Okay. Um, so maybe let's go with Intimidate then, I think. Intimidate is going to be dog shit, but let's go for it, right? Intimidation. Here we go. <laughs> Holy shit, I actually rolled under. I rolled an 11, which is a regular success. <laughs> wow. Nice. Damn. Um, okay. So... Um, yeah, uh, chasing that feeling of, of being in control and, and of, of, again, this is your mind, um, and yeah. fragmented though it may be, it is, it is yours. Um, uh, the, uh, the creature begins to almost, uh, begin to dissipate. It gets, um, a bit, uh, foggier. The, the sort of nightmare form, uh, begins to slip away. Uh, it begins to look a lot more like Sally. Um, but uh, still with kind of the, the, the black eyes um, and, and the, the thin smile. Um, so as you're, you're kind of seeing this, this angular shape 
sort of coalesce back into that of, uh, of a person. Um, you notice that um, she isn't child-sized. She seems to be um, roughly your, your height. I would like to produce a table with tea for two. Mm. <laughs> and just I'll sit down and I'll just gesture across the table and say, um, uh, um, this is my mind and my dreams and my memory. And you are a guest here. Please, I would like to chat. Um, and uh, the um, figure smiles and says, uh, you know, Benny told me how much you like to have chats over tea, and I didn't quite believe him. But it would seem you got a little bit more social in your old age. Delightful. Um, and um, as you kind of blink, um, she's seated uh, with the tea. And um, she says, well then, you're the host. What shall we speak about? Where did you come from? Well, again, this is a complicated answer, but um, I have existed for far longer than you small dreams of us old ones. I have lived untold lives. And yet now I find myself living anew. Thanks, actually, in, in part to you and your mystery punchers. You know much of us, yeah? Well, uh, yes, that's the... You know, it, it's the, the damnedest thing. When you find uh, an avatar and you, you merge with them and their memories become yours and yours become theirs, I in learned the, the dark, untold secrets of the universe. I learned what the betrayal of those who love most did. But the, the fun thing is we both had that. Sally did, and I did. And I did, and the Croatoan did. And so, you see, we were really quite at, at, at a, a nice mid-ground. We had so very much in common. So, yes, I know all about you. I know how you failed me. I know how Tracy left me to die. And now I know how to just bring the whole gang back together. I started with Benny... And now we're moving on to you. I see. I am not to wake up again, am I? Oh, um, that is embarrassing. I, I should be clear. Uh, you are actually awake right now. Um, I just have some, some, uh, let's call them, uh, errands to do. Um, back out in the museum, uh, Adrian, you're running from a T-Rex skeleton. Um, Red, uh, you're witnessing uh, a mobster be consumed by King Tutankhamun. Um, and you can hear the um, uh, sort of like the sounds of, of things waking up uh, throughout the museum. Um, this has gone truly pear-shaped. What do you do? I... <sighs> Get the hell out of there. Like, Amazing. this is not a job that I can do anymore. 
Great. So, uh, so I mean, I think, <laughs> like, obviously not leave Richter in his sarcophagus, <laughs> um, but I also can't carry Richter. Um, so. Yeah, totally fair. So you you turn uh, as as you watch um, the the face of of this woman kind of um, crumble inward as uh, the last of her essence is consumed. Uh, you turn and run, and yeah. um, uh, as you said, you know you can't really carry Richter, but you you also don't want to leave him. Um, but I've actually got very good news for you because when you go to the sarcophagus, you find it empty. That's great news. <laughs> So great. Awesome. Like nothing bad at all is happening. It's one less thing to worry about, you know? Exactly. It's, it's nice. It's nice that something took care of itself. Thank you, Victor. Thank you. <laughs> Wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, whoever you are. Uh, which is the point at which uh, Adrian uh, comes running up to you with what you're pretty sure is a Tyrannosaurus skeleton uh, chasing him. Great. Okay. Well, then. So basically, on one hand, we have the T-Rex, and then the other hand, we have the mummy. Yes? Uh, uh, yeah, which is if about Red the time... Its, sorry, if Red doesn't start running, Adrian is picking up Red and continuing running. Great. Um, so, yes, uh, you grab Red, uh, and yes, Claire, to your, your point, uh, you've got dinosaur skeletons waking up and chasing you. Uh-huh. You've got the mummy. Um, luckily, it's a museum, so there's everything's vaguely circular. Um, so, uh, Adrian, you grab red and I think it's, it's kind of like an under the arms, also kind of a drag. Um, and, uh, the two of you, um, uh, begin to like, just run as fast as you can, um, only to come up short, uh, when a legion of knights steps out to block your way. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Second X, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin B, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. 
Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot-toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out. It's the Four Spurs Pantry. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs> 